Hi, this is Mark Wiltshire. Thanks for choosing to listen to another episode of the Explore Finland radio show. This week is part two of my conversation with Mia, Betty and Winnie, where we were talking about Senioki University of Applied Sciences. Uh, if you haven't heard the first episode, um, then that was more about uh, life as a student at Senioki University of Applied Sciences, comparing their previous experiences as students in their home countries with how it is to study here in Finland. Um, also Mia, who works at the university, gave some information about uh, who might be eligible to come and study here and how you go about doing that. So if you if you haven't heard that episode and you want to check that out first, then please do. You'll find that in the same place that you found this episode. This week, it's more of a focus on culture rather than the studying side of things. So we I talked to uh, Betty and Winnie about, um, you know, business culture generally in South Ostrobotnia, also their their experiences of moving to Finland and the and the, any culture shocks that they might have experienced. Um, naturally, this included talking about the weather because Finland likes to talk about the weather. Uh, and we finished up talking about what they get to do in their free time as uh, as students here in in Seinäjoki. So, thank you for uh, listening, and uh, I'll head over to the uh, the recording now. So, hello everybody. My name is Mia Koski. And I'm actually working here in the university, and I've been here quite many years teaching international business. Uh, my name is Winnie, Winnie Ding. I'm from China, Shanghai, and uh, I'm studying here as an open university student uh, and study IT, international business. Hi, my name is Betty. I'm from Hungary, and I study international business. Do you, I, I've, I've had a business now in Senioki for 14 months and I think the um, I think the attitude of people in this region is really supportive of a small business and if you're going to start something here you've got as good a chance as anywhere else in, in Finland because of the support that's around you and when, when you start speaking to people about your business idea they're very supportive and they will say, oh, that's a good idea. You should speak to this friend or you should speak yeah. to this person. That, that exactly. sort of thing happens, happens a lot. That's so. true. And people are like leading you to different networks. So I think people here, they believe a lot about different networks of their own because it's yeah. still quite a small place. So I mean, sometimes yeah. it's totally unexpected. I was on a flight home, I believe for Christmas, and... Um, Loads of Finnish people were flying off to Vienna at that time of the year. And there was a Finnish older person who started talking to me. And he was a very sweet, very well-mannered man, speaking very good English. And when he found out I'm a business student from Hungary studying in Senayoki, he immediately tried to give me an email address of a guy who is kind of the head of entrepreneurship organization here, which was very kind of unexpected but very positive surprise. Yeah, I, I've had people make the comment that it is different in South Ostrobotnia region that we, we're based in now, as opposed to um, the Pirkanma region where Tampere <coughs> is. People there, they, they don't have this, I don't know, it's attitude. Some kind of atmosphere. Yeah. I have been living there, like uh, when I have been working there in that area, and actually I noticed right away the difference. It's like an atmosphere and attitude towards if you are trying to do something by yourself, and especially if you are trying to establish some business or something. So uh, it's much more supportive here. 
so yeah. that people like believe you right away and try to help you. So it's maybe that kind of a thinking yeah. difference. No, I think that's yeah. I think that's true. When you moved here, how was that experience? Mia doesn't have any any anecdotes <laughs> here, I don't think. But, but all, you can all, tell three, freely. all three yeah. of us have, have moved <laughs> to Finland from overseas and for different reasons and probably for different um, periods of time. Uh, but Winnie, what was your experience of moving here? You, you were quite young when you first came, I guess. Yeah, I think during this six and a half year, this quite many different attitudes come to me. Uh, the first two years I was feel so good when I run out I run away from my communist government. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so relaxed and relaxed. Okay. That's a lot of freedom here. Yes. yes. You have the free to speak, you can watch all the news, whatever it is on the internet and you can get lots of things, lots of ideas. How was that for you? Coming over here as a young a young guy, leaving China to Finland, having all of these freedoms? Well, first of all, I can see quite many different news, such as like, uh, uh, 1989, uh, what happened in Beijing, that uh, the Chinese un- uh, university students trying to against the communist government, mm-hmm. they won the many parties in the, com- in the government. But it's not possible to know anything about it in China. Okay, it's that's interesting. Fully blocked. Yeah. And, uh, is that still the case? It's still the case. Okay. And even... Just just uh, last year, what's happened in Hong Kong? It's mm-hmm. also, I'm, I got the news first. But China cannot find anything. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what we believe being in the Western in the Western world. Yes. But to actually to hear that that's that's yeah, actually true. You know, also the information always is money. It's business. If, if there's some problem in my ho- motherland, then I definitely know. Like, if suppose some kind of maybe war is happening, then the gold, the price will raise in the global. Because gold is such a stable like currency, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Just an example. And, but after that two years, we are really become to one of the uh, citizens, kind yeah. of, like here. Yeah, I feel, yeah, actually different countries have different problems. War, uh, life always hard. You have to fight by, by yourself. Even in Sweden, also too much le- refugees, taxes high. Think about maybe social is good, but there's a lot of people depend on social, don't work. So actually, if you want to have a good life, you have to depend on yourself. Even here, actually in Finland, if you talk about business, it's not easy to start. Why, why I say like this? Because at, maybe at the beginning, first year, the government will give you some support. But after that, the tax always and I think I think you're right. I think yeah. wherever you are, anyone listening to this, wherever they're based, will think, well, that's that's how it is in my com- country. There's not enough people working and there's too many people living off benefits. It's the same everywhere and it's probably not as bad as people think it is, but actually the, the perception is, is, quite, is quite high. Betty, how is it for you? You've, you've been here, you're, you're going to be here for a temporary stay and you've been here... Uh, a shorter time. How was it for you when you moved over here? What were the what were the big culture shocks for you? Well, I was uh, very excited to move. First of all, because I can honestly say Finland is not a country where I'd come on a holiday. You know, this is 
for me, a person who loves heat and beaches and, you know, all that kind of exotic Caribbean place, I'm probably not going to come back to Finland for my honeymoon or something. But it's a very interesting place culturally because it's just so different, you know, from everything I've experienced. I lived in the UK. I lived in Germany for a while. Hungary is a different story altogether. And it was just very interesting because... You know, you have these stereotypes about a lot of nations, but about Finland, you don't hear that much, at least in Hungary. You don't hear a typical stereotype. And so I had no big expectations to, with which it should have confronted or something. So when I came here, obviously, it was a bit cold and it was very different. The landscape was different. Do you mean the weather was cold? The weather yeah, was yeah, cold. Yeah. Um, the people, I don't think the word cold is appropriate to, to describe people. I think whenever you talk to the people, they are incredibly nice, friendly, helpful. They even go out of their way to help you. Like yesterday, I saw a train waiting five minutes for a person who couldn't walk fast enough to get on a train. That would never happen in Hungary. You yeah. just miss the train. Yeah. Bad luck. But, um, yeah, people won't come and talk to you on the street, small talk is non-existent in shops. They look at you a bit weird when you try that. But, you know, once you get talking to the people, they're very nice. For me, when people have realised I'm English, then, oh, where are you from? And I went to London, and then they want to talk, and then, you know, it starts. Yeah. The, the, the gate opens and, and they, they keep talking. So you noticed uh, these, these differences. What was the biggest shock or surprise for you? Wow, that's hard to pick, because both... The dark was a shock, okay. mm -hmm. as well as the difference in food. Uh, because, you know, people tell you, you're going up north, be prepared for the dark months in the winter, and it's going to get cold. And, you know, mentally, I thought I was prepared. I was not, you know. And I'm a bit emotionally wobbly at times, and I feel, <laughs> you know, everything comes together. You don't have a good day at university. Uh, you have a fight with a friend, whatever, and it gets dark at 3 p.m. <laughs> like, when you put it all together, for a person who hasn't grown up with this, yeah. it's very shocking and can be rather depressing. Mm -hmm. But in the past week, we've had beautiful sunshine, so I'm all happy. <laughs> yeah, it's sunshine, but it's still around sort of three or four degrees plus, and it's it's not warm yet, that's true. Well, it's warm for a march in Finland, I Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's true. It's and and it's a shame, you were saying before we started recording, that you're going to Spain for the summer, because the yeah. summer here is beautiful, and it does get warm, and I've had some summers where for three months I've been wearing shorts. Wow. And... Every year, I can't quite believe it's ever going to get warm enough from the middle of winter <laughs> that I'll ever wear a pair of shorts again. But every year, it, it does yeah. it does happen. Yeah, you should have here one Nepalese guy here last last autumn. Like he had been studying here one year, and I can imagine that he also thought that it can't be so hot here. And actually, he was so surprised that. Oh my God! It was so hot that it's never so hot in my home city in Nepal because there's a wind. So really? there's something. Yes. So there, there's always some kind of a wind. So I, I I didn't know what to do in my apartment. I opened all the doors and windows and I couldn't stand that. And I was like, Ah! Oh. You you must nice. you must get yeah. these kind of anecdotes and experiences from people from all over. Yes, all over the, all place. Over the time. Like I'm teaching the African guys how to dress 
in winter time because of course their mom haven't taught them how to do that, and you can't like uh, learn it so quickly. Um, well, how to how to dress appropriately for the exactly, weather? Exactly, because they try to put many clothes on, but still the wind goes through yeah. because they don't have the idea of keeping your fingers together or having mm. some kind of a wind proof before you have the warming layer and yeah. stuff like that. So it's interesting because when yeah. I when I first moved here. And I saw adults walking around with what we call mittens, which is, you know, <laughs> gloves with just the, the one hand. I thought, what is this strange kind of childish fashion that people are wearing? And then I bought thick gloves with the fingers, and then yeah, I realised my hands... Yeah, 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 I did, I did. Yes. And now I, I have two pairs of mittens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how could you know? Your mum hasn't told you that. Also, same thing, if I go to Africa, I'd probably die there for this worm. <laughs> because I don't know how to deal with that. And they have to come and teach me what to do. Now, I've also talked to these like uh, guys from Africa that you can't survive here without like under long underwear. Yeah, you it's can't very avoid true. it. You have to have many pants or trousers <laughs> yeah, like, all over it's each true. other. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Winnie? Well, actually, I got the weather shock because my first job. I was posting newspaper in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And riding the bicycle. So later, some things uh, teach me that. Just hiding some whiskey with you. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably not the best advice if you're in the cold weather. Drink whiskey because you could get lost yeah. out there in the in the cold if you Depends get too drunk. How much whiskey? Yeah, this is this is true. Yeah, it's true, and it's quite quite normal actually. For um, I don't know if they're if they're students, but certainly you you often see um, immigrants, non Finns, doing those kind of delivering delivering jobs of the, the newspapers and things like that. So mm-hmm. you're not the first and probably won't be the last one. Yeah, but spe- uh, especially I was in Lapland to post a newspaper. It was <laughs> minus 35. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. And, and also, that, that back to Betty, you're here this year. It hasn't been this cold. It hasn't so, been. It hasn't been yet. so cold this year. It's very true. I mean, when I asked different people to gain more information about the weather, because... I think that was the biggest issue prior to my arrival. I was thinking most about that. And some people said, oh, it can get, you know, minus 35, snow in May. And I was shocked. And I I started doubting my own decision. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I can manage with the weather we've had this winter. Not ideal, but I can live through it. But if we had had minus 35 for months, I think I would have had real trouble yeah, I don't think I've I've known it get down to minus thirty five, but certainly at least minus thirty. Mm. Not for a, a very long period of time, yes, but no, even a day months. or two. It might no. be like a one week is a mm. lot. Yes, it's not never so. But it hasn't been like time. that for maybe two years now. The last two winters have been quite mild. That's true. And and it, this one is finished. It's finished early. Really, spring is here yeah, now. It's true. So and globe is warming, so the, we never know. This is so, true. This could be a tropical part of the world. Yeah. We're just we're just getting our stake in the ground now. This is this is my part of the world now. One day. And in fifteen years, you never know. Could... In fifteen years, it might be warm enough for Betty to move back here, or even to have her have her honeymoon here. You never know. <laughs> While you're in Senioki, outside of study, what do you do, Winnie? What do you do in your in your free time? I have lots of part-time jobs. <laughs> lots of part-time jobs? <laughs> 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 I couldn't say that. Actually, I was 
I'm, I'm working with a game company right now okay. as a marketing relations manager. Okay. And uh, they have maybe published the games, uh, phone games uh, in China. So I'm talking a project for them. How did you make contact with this software company? Was it through the university? Yeah, that's the funny part that, like, in Finland, people like to tell the opportunity to each other. They are not hiding. You know, when they know the information, they like to tell. For example, I just know a few of the people in Gulika, and suddenly they find someone come to me and find me that we are going to have some game software. I want to publish it in China. Could you please help me to do that? So I just give the advice. After like a few hours, I think I find the right person to do that for me. Okay, it's interesting. So that's I take the yeah. job. So that's why I feel that opportunity here is much more easy to find because people are thinking, think the mind is straight. They want to talk to each other about what they know, the information, especially the business here. Betty, back to my question from about ten minutes ago: <laughs> is what what do you do outside of stu- studying and, and being in the college here, in the university? It's interesting because Sainayoki compared to my hometown is bigger, but compared to where I spent, you know, the late teen years of my life is a lot smaller because Bristol is a fairly big city for a small town girl like me. So the opportunities to kind of have fun or go to a museum or do something social are more limited. I sometimes go to the library here because um, Sainoki has a beautiful city library. I love it. It's great. Actually, I recorded a episode of my podcast where I went for a gu- oh, two episodes oh. where I went for a guided tour of the Alva Alto Center here in mm. Sainoki, and yeah. one of those episodes was talking very much about the the libraries, and it is uh, it's an amazing place. And really and soon is. the old library will be opening as well, and so we'll have two amazing libraries right next door to each other. Yeah. I don't live here on campus. I live in Colucato, um, which is also kind of a campus. So the library is not far from me. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, try to exercise as much as possible. I have a very interesting schedule most of the time because I try to do all my work as soon as I can because I do receive visits from my mother, for instance, or from my boyfriend. So I don't want to have anything to do on those, you know, quite short weekends. What do you do with them when they arrive? Well, not that much, you know, because with your mum, you obviously don't go out clubbing. No, sure, sure. But there's a lot lot more out there, and this is what I'm trying to trying to do with this podcast is to for me personally to learn what's what's out there in Etelapokyama South Ostrobotnia but I'm, I'm going out there to to explore what there is to do and even for a small town there's there's a lot of a lot of culture and a lot of nature there's certainly a lot of nature definitely and the nature is just so different the forest here is very different the weather is different obviously so I enjoy going for walks or when the weather is going to get a bit warmer, I think I will go to the runs to the nearby lake, mm-hmm. which is also very pretty, which we visited with the other exchange students in September. Yeah, when when I have the chance, uh, I try to do social stuff to be together with the other people from different countries from this university as well. So, for instance, tonight we have the final of a pub quiz, which is a first and it's organized by students, it's done by students entirely, and it's just really exciting, because 
it's a good chance to kind of show off your knowledge or have a, even just a drink with your friends while mm. you're trying to work out the answers. It's a really nice opportunity. Here it's more of a social event as well. So it's not just that you go there, you do the questions and then you go home without saying hello to the people. Mm. And also, right now I'm in a group with three people with whom I get on really well, but normally I don't talk to that much. You know, so they're not, they don't belong to my group of friends, so to say, to the close friends. So it's very nice to have an opportunity to mix and mingle with the other students with whom you don't necessarily talk every day. Winnie, I'm going to ask you one more time. Yeah. Outside of your, your working and your studying, part, what would you like about Sainioki or, or the town that you're, you're living in? Are you living in Kurika? Yes, I live in Kurika. Um, it's about the time. In Finland, especially, especially in the autumn time, I have been hunting before. Okay. But uh, basically, uh, I was in Simo, Simo hunting, and uh, basically I was just like a hunting dog because I don't have the license. To yes. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> it's it's really fun to have some uh, activities like in the forest because you know I'm from I born in Shanghai, grew up in Shanghai. Okay. I saw all everywhere is buildings and high buildings only. <laughs> you know, like the modern city. So I. It was really fun. Like when we go to the forest, there's like a crowd of the mosquitoes, and my <laughs> friend always make the job with me. Uh, I know Finnish mosquitoes also like Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think those Finnish mosquitoes are are not so fussy. They will they will eat almost anything. <laughs> they they've certainly had a few a few lumps of me over the years, um, and and also. It is possible to go into those woods without, you know, shooting things. Yes. There's, there's plenty of things. That <laughs> quite possible yeah. to go there and collect, you know, yeah. sort of it's fruit, like fruit and berries and, and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Christmas and, also. Yeah. I have like six, here six and a half Christmas. And uh, five years I was being different family. They would like to invite me to go. Okay. And my nice. family is not here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like not. to share, uh, how do you say, have the Christmas dinner with... Other different families and yes. talk about what's and happening. And they probably think that they have to invite you because nobody should be alone when you have Christmas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like this culture a lot. I just wanted to ask you, Nia, uh, and thank you for arranging this thank today. Thank you, because it is really interesting <laughs> event and it's nice for us also to yes. take part of your podcast. Yeah, and yeah. Winnie and Betsy, thank you for, yes. for joining me today. Mia, if, if there are people listening to this, overseas that are interested in maybe studying in Finland or particularly here in Seinioki, where can they where can they go? Are there some particular websites that would be useful for them to Yeah, yeah. So if you are studying already in some university of applied sciences or university, you can apply here as an exchange student. Okay. And you can study here for example semester or one year and if your university has a like a contract with us, so you can do the double degree, which Petty talked about. But if you haven't, if you have not any degree, so then you can apply here as a degree student as yeah. well. And those will be done. I guess they have like this entrance examination in thirteen countries actually. So that is one where you can do the exam. Even if you apply, of course, via the internet pages, so yeah. you apply at um, certain times. What is the website? Where can they find it? Uh, you can find it like www.seamk.fi. 
That's S E A M K. Dot F I. Yeah. And then this. Slash. Yes. <laughs> Good. And then E N, like English. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's sayamk. Dot F I slash E N will take you to the English pages for Sayanayoki University of Applied Sciences. Yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you all for joining me. I appreciate your time. Our time today is finished. I just wanted to say one final thank you to Mia, Betty and Winnie. They gave me an hour of their time. I was able to turn that into two podcasts, so uh, I, I hope they're as pleased with that as I am. I also just wanted to remind you this week about subscribing to my mailing list so that every time I release a new episode of the podcast, I can send you the show notes by email you don't need to then log into the website you can have them arrive in your inbox every time a new uh, show is released just wanted to give a a mention to a few people who have signed up recently to uh, to bob to kirsty to ken and to sue thank you for for joining up and uh, if you think that any of your friends would be interested in following the Explore Finland radio show then of course I'm on all the social media so on Facebook on Twitter on Google Plus also on Instagram generally there's there's different things getting shared on on different networks so if you're on one or two then feel free to join me on both and you might see some some different things going out on there also you can on my website you can subscribe to the website itself and so some people are actually following me through the website and every time I publish a new article they will get automatic updates to let them know that something new has come out so if you want to follow me that way that would be great and remember also to head over to iTunes or Stitcher Radio wherever you found this and to rate review and subscribe to the show all of these things help me to uh, to reach out to more people and uh, That's what I'm trying to do, trying to get as a a larger audience as possible. So thanks again for for listening and until next time on the Explore Finland radio show, goodbye.